Bum Podcast. Bum Podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. Yeah, so today I'm I'm gonna talk about something. I'm gonna try to I'm I'm gonna throw a curveball. Curveball. A curveball at Interesting. I'm interested to see where this is going. That's good. I forgot the name of the song already. Um It's Girls Like Me. Bro. Girls Like Me. So Oh Girl Like Me. Girl Like Me. So so one thing about about T is I'm so great. Whatever. So talented. Such a so, nice guy. He loves music uh-huh. and which is a good thing. And I, I love music. I love music. Um growing up, my taste in music was eclectic and he took that on. And I want to say we like the same type of music, but I don't know if that's really true today. But I will say that I probably have a bigger scope today than um like my scope is larger based on current day. If we're talking about like you when you listen to more like wider range of music compared to me, it might have been close to like the same right, range. Right, right. Yeah, music. that's it, that's but it. Today it's just, it'll be different. Right. And so like when he wants to introduce me to um some music, he has always I, given well not I always, it but for you. yeah, he he, he, he preface <laughs> he give me a disclaimer. And so uh he was <laughs> he he keeps telling me about this Jasmine Sullivan chick, right? Jasmine Sullivan. And every time he says it, I'm like, who is Jasmine Sullivan? And then you say. I always say, uh, I bust the windows out your car. I bust the windows out your car. Because a, a few years ago, she had this. Shoot, that was about 10 years ago. Okay, about 10 years Maybe ago. more. She had this um, song, I bust the windows out your car, which was really catchy, you know? Right. And so I finally got around to watching the Tiny Desk. Because he'd been telling me I need to watch this Tiny Desk. And it he, took him about a week. About a week, yeah. And he and, and he even he prefaced. He was like, "Look, you uh, you know the whole thing is good, but you might not want to listen to the first song. You know, you might even but, though yeah. it's my favorite song. Yeah, he says it's his favorite but. song, so I endured it. But and it was pretty good, so I got to give it to him. It was it was pretty good. Um, but that wasn't the thing that struck me, right? So I listen. I I watched the whole Tiny Desk. What struck it? you, sir? Um, the Tiny Desk was about twenty minutes, but she got this one song. In, and trust me, I'm in no way plugging this. So I mean, you know, if you if you're not a Jasmine Sullivan fan, I'm not trying to make you one, right? But there was something. It was this song, if you "Girl don't Like Me." The city girls are, then you probably don't want to listen to that. <laughs> Whatever that means. Um, but it, the, the song is called "Girl Like Me," and in "Girl Like Me," it's basically her talking about being let go, mm, being dumped by a guy, and she was dumped by the guy for somebody else. And she talked about how she came up with a Twitter profile. It starts off saying, yeah, I made a profile on Tinder. Since you left me to be with her, I think that means I'm desperate. Wish I could return to Cinder, right? And so that's, that, that, that's the premise. Like the, the song takes, that, um, takes that, that journey, talking about how she felt about being desperate and how her being desperate is beginning to make her think about doing things that she would have never done. Uh-huh. Is that a fair assessment? Okay, yeah, yeah. And so the, the 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 crux of it or the kicker for the song itself, um, which is what I want to name this podcast, but I don't know if T gonna let me. Um the, the the crux of it is where is it at? I wanna read it, I don't wanna say it. It says, But you gonna make a hoe out of me. But you gonna make a hoe you out know of me. That's funny. What? Because I was gonna ask you if I could say hoe, but you said it before me. I mean, it's a word. It ain't a curse word. It's it's cool. I mean, it's. I just wasn't sure. Yeah, we're yeah, talking in context. That's how you wanted your podcast. Hey, hey, all I'm saying is, I mean, we try to keep it real. And I'm telling Straight you. Up. So that's how it was. And so it's so she said, you're going to make a hoe out of me. And it, it's, it's so funny because T tried to explain to me what the song was about. 
Uh, when he was trying to, I did uh, kind of talk about it. Before, yeah, you were yeah. trying to set me up for the for, for um, set me up for the podcast. I mean, not the podcast. Set me up for watching the, for tiny, watching desk. the tiny desk. Um, you didn't do it justice, though. I mean, like, how would I do it justice? Sir? I know, I know. I told you to listen to I it. I know, I know. But it's like it's it like the trailer. I wasn't going to tell you the plot. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. It's just so. So you're acting like I'm missing something. I, no, I'm not saying you're missing anything. I'm just saying like all I was saying was that song took on more meaning for me than I thought it would. And you probably wouldn't have thought that it would have taken on more meaning for me. So you didn't explain it to me in such a way that it would show that I had it took on meaning. I said, listen to this. It's really good. You might like it. You might not. But I'm talking about you even broke down. I mean, you know, you even broke down what the song kind of meant. Uh-huh. Right? But Footnote. He has a foot. He gave me a footnote. Man, right, go ahead. So, sir. so keep talking track. The the key to it is this, right? So this is what I saw because you know I got a son, and so when I listen to this song, I'm sitting back and I'm thinking about, and and when she sung it, she I, I don't even think she tried to play the victim. You know uh, what I'm saying? But it seemed really matter of fact, almost. Right. It seemed like I, well, I, I've settled with this fact. I don't like, like this it. Happened so it came to this. Yeah, it, it happened so I came to this. I don't like, it. man. But I was sitting back thinking, man. I can imagine how she would have felt, man. I mean, you know, I can imagine how she would have felt. And I can imagine how more girls like her feel. And and and, and my heart kind of cried a little bit. Uh-huh. My heart kind of cried a little bit. So much so that I said, man, I need to talk to T, and I want to do the podcast on this subject. Yeah. So, I mean, you cool now? You got something to say about what I said already? Oh, no, I'm, co- I'm cool. Okay, then, okay. I'm All right. Cooling. All right, so... Yeah, my heart, my heart cried a little bit. And the reason why my heart cried a little bit is because this young lady, and again, now we got to look at it from the perspective of she was singing, she made this song. It's not necessarily about her, or right. it could be, but that's not typically how songs are made. They are made to be universal. Right. So I like the podcast, right? Probably like a representation. It's like a, rep- a, a a thought process or a feeling or something that's there, truly. Right. right. And so what, what, I, what, what I'm saying or what I'm going to say or how I'm going to be discussing this may or may not even apply to Jasmine Sullivan. Right. Or her. Her did a feature on this. And so or it may not apply to her either. But um, it's how I felt. And so it was the thing that I wanted to discuss. And so I sat back and I thought about it being the father of a son. Right. And I could I imagine her talking about my son like, oh, man, she's singing about my son. Right. And then I'm thinking, how many girls? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know what? That's probably. That's a great way of looking at that as being a father to a son, I would say. Thank you. Uh, because, I mean, even a lot, of, we I see a lot of people talking about like how fathers raise sons versus how fathers raise daughters mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And so listening to something that a woman's saying and then not just thinking about, oh, they're feeling this, but... I have a son. I need to talk to my son about how to address that the yes. right way. Yes. I think that's a great way to look at that. So I will give you kudos for that. Well, sir. I, thank you, sir. I told you you were uh, warm to my idea. You, whatever. You, yeah. So so that was the thing. I mean, I'm sitting back and I'm thinking like, like, how can I even better, not even prepare because my son grown, but like, how can I even, you know, just just influence him or influence other young men to not get women to this point? And I know... Um, it's not gonna always. I mean, you know, you're not. It's not gonna always be the case, right? Like, you're not. Um, you're not gonna always be able to train people that way, or 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 influence people that way. But I always try to figure out what my part is. Like, you had something to say about that? Oh no, I didn't. no, you didn't. Okay. Yeah. So, so my thing is sitting back, like, okay. So this girl was dating somebody, and he dumped her, 
but she took it universal. Her thing was, yeah, you made me feel this way, but men make me feel this way, uh-huh. right? And then to the point where she says, you're going to make a hoe out of me, uh-huh. which means you're going to make me somebody who, and I'm making up this definition. Maybe you should look up the definition of hoe and see what the vernacular is for hoe. But, I mean, somebody who doesn't respect relationships but respects relations. How about that? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, um, and, 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 I mean, you know, to, to each his own. I, to each his own. I have my feelings about it, especially being an older man. I have my feelings about it as I look at young young ladies because I have a son that I'm hoping will, will one day um, find the right young lady and marry her. And I'll go keep going. Finish and, that and I'm not. And I'm. And and, and you want to? I want to make sure that it's a a wholesome young lady that he finds. So I was just gonna read the chorus because I'm looking at the lyric. Okay. Kind of going towards the the point you were making mm-hmm. about. Um, she took it this way, like this is men uh, as a whole. How she feels about that, so I'm just gonna read. Um, and so the course says, "I just wanted something different. Still don't know what I was missing. Uh, what you asked, what you asked, I would have given. It ain't right how these hoes be winning. Yeah, they be winning. Um, no hope, no hope for a girl like me. How come they be winning? And I ain't wanna be." But you go make a hoe out of me. Yeah. Okay. And so, I mean, I think well, hearing the words just kind of gives you, you can actually grasp the idea in the way that she said it. So it sounds like kind of like you're talking about not something that she just wanted to do, but a reluctance because she felt she had to. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no other option to get what she wanted. Right. Um, so that's kind of what I pulled from the song. And and that's the thing, cause cause cause. So 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 I, I think that's where my my heart start hurting for her uh-huh. because you're right. It was like a reluctance. Like I don't want to be a hoe. You're gonna make one out of me. You know what I mean? Because all I see is like I'm trying to dress nice, and that doesn't appeal to you. Uh-huh. What appeals to you is this other type of thing. And so, uh, <laughs> for me, again as a father, I'm like, man, how do we how do we stop that? How, how can we stop that? How, how can we, how, you know, how can we change that trend? Like, how can, how can, how can guys, guys stand up to the table, you know, come st- st- stand up to the table and, you know, and, 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 and prevent women from feeling like they have to put themselves in a position to be objectified in order to be ups- accepted. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, why do the good girls lose is, is, is sort of what I heard her saying. And, um, I, you know, again, I don't, I don't have a daughter. I have, I have. I have a some wonderful son. I have I have a great son. I won't talk about my son who's <laughs> arrogant at the moment. But I have some young ladies in my life who I I I think of as daughters and are single. And and so I I feel I feel for them as well. And so just trying to figure out what kind of conversation can be had. Like, I mean, just just gonna, me and UT, we having a conversation. All what right. kind of conversation can be had from my perspective to someone from your from someone sitting in your seat, that would really take hold. That would would make make a difference, so that um, we can have more young men. To, you know, because I mean, and we've talked about this before. Like some guys, I ain't talking about all of them, and I'm not definitely not talking about you, T. But some guys, they play like they are thugs. It's funny. I was just listening to this song yesterday, man, and it was saying, "Oh man, I wish I could remember the name of it." But basically, it was saying, "You ain't you ain't a hard brother," you know, because if you was. Uh, we don't run, you know what I'm saying? 
Uh, we, you know, we stand, we fight. I, I wish I could. It's an old school song, man. I wish I could remember the name of it. It's a hip hop song, but uh, it was called. I think it was called Real Something. But I'm gonna look it up while you talk. But like, how do we get kids to or, or young men to to not fall prey to that mindset or not fall prey to feeling like that's what they have to be in order to be accepted, it's, so that we can have some of them good girls and good guys get together? Go ahead. So. The problem is at this point is such a convoluted problem uh, because I really don't think it's a one-sided thing. I think it's a cyclical thing. Um, I think because it's funny how you use the rhetoric of why do the good girls like why why are the good girls losing? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because you have that same rhetoric for guys as well. Nice guys finish last. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so what I think it is, is it's the cyclical nature of people being hurt and it's causing that, that trend to spread and that trend to grow. Um, I was going to say something. What was I going to say? Um, it's like, I, so I feel like the majority of people start off clo- closer to that good side mm-hmm. and then something happens that changes them and causes them to act differently. It takes a situation like you hear in the, her, the song she talks about. I want it to be this, but because of this, I see the the logical step. The next step is for me to act this way because this is what wins out. And I feel like you have that happening on both sides. This is what I was gonna say. I feel like it's like a power struggle at the end of the day because there's no meeting in the middle. It's back and forth trying to snatch the power from the other party, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so it just it continues that cycle of people getting hurt and people changing for the worse instead of the better. Uh, I had something else to say as well. Oh, something interesting that I found in college. Okay. Yeah, through talking to guys and getting to know guys, uh, getting more of the, well, I'm about to talk about sex. I'll just put it that way. Okay. Uh, one thing that I found with a lot of guys is that they lose their virginities to older women. It was something interesting that I found. In college? In, in college. Okay. Talking to guys that have lost their virginity, a lot of times it was to an older woman, like upwards of five, six years older than them. Okay. And so just the influence of that, because you may be outside of this whole nice guy turned bad guy at that point in your life. Like say you're 12 and you lose your virginity to like a 17 year old Mm -hmm. or something like that. Those type of situations, which is a true situation that I've heard. Right. You're influenced by their way of thinking because this is your first kind of mm-hmm. intimate relationship in that way. Got that. And so now you're influenced into usually those type of things don't last. Ah, okay. A 17-year-old okay. and a 12-year-old. Okay. Okay. So now you're learning what relationships look like through the, the lens of somebody older than you that could have been hurt in relationships, and so it looks different to them. Dang. So now you dang. have these guys starting off at a young age. Well, dang, dang this is what relationships look like. And so now you see them doing that with young girls their age. And it continues on that path. And so I feel like, like I said, it's a cyclical nature. It's not necessarily just because I feel like majority of guys would start off nice guys. I also say a lot of them still are nice guys, Mm -hmm. but that's not really what's glorified right Right, now. Right. I get that. I get that part. But it's not just people wake up and they want to hurt somebody. They want to do this, do that. People have an understanding of this is what you have to do. This is how you have to be. This is what it's supposed to look like. And I feel like people act in that role until it becomes the natural role for them. 
So it's almost like um, what is it? Uh, war, of, war of the sexes or battle uh, of the sexes? Battle of the sexes, yeah, like battle right. of the sexes, man. Um, and the problem is because it's it's a it's an emotional thing. Relationships are an emotional thing, so it causes a tug of war instead of a conversation. Where really conversation needs to be had, and not this this battle of the sexes or this tug of war for power. Mm-hmm. It, you need to have a conversation. It's interesting. That's interesting. That's interesting. So, do you think that there's a market for um, relationship reformers? I'm just, I'm just, I'm spitballing on names, reformers. but I'm spitballing on names, but like someone who's been through it that can say you don't gotta be like that. Mm-mm, what do you mm-mm, mean? Mm-mm. So, so if, if if we're talking about this being cyclical, and a lot of it, especially nowadays, is happening pre-college, right before right. you get to college. Like, would it be something that is uh, well-attended, well-appreciated um, if somebody was to put on these, uh, put, put on some seminars, put on some, some, I mean, even if it's a podcast or even if it's some kind of, you know, some meetup, I mean, shoot, it could be something in Clubhouse, you know what I'm saying, where the conversation is around, I've been hurt before, I've been, I've been acting like this before, it's really mm-hmm. not who I am. Cause like it's like if you think about like Tinder, right, or mm-hmm. any other platform that that is supposed to um, connect girls and guys, right? Like they send their best representative to the profile. May not be them, but they send their best representative to the profile. And it's a matter of getting these people together. Their best representatives together. The only problem is um, sometimes the real them show up and not the best representative. So that could be the same issue that would happen here. But you know, developing a platform or 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 having a, having an opportunity where people can begin to heal um, from what has wronged them and find others who have healed or are healing. I I, I hate to say are healing because then you become a codependent. As you heal, you put something else in, and that never turns out good either. But just having the opportunity to kind of um You're talking about people like people my age? Yeah, yeah. This is what this is the problem that I would have with that. Which mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad thing at all, mm-hmm. of course. I think the problem isn't just in like you heal a person and they go forth and deal with more hurt people than healed people. Right. Um of course the biggest problem is this isn't a perfect world. Mm-hmm. And the way that the world is trending, like, of course, this problem wouldn't be as bad if people waited to marry have sex, well, that type of thing. Mm, if okay. people had built foundations for relationships before they put other things there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, right, in a perfect world, you don't have those kind of problems. But we're pushing further and further to do this younger, get into this younger, have these experiences younger. And so you have to deal with people. Bef- you have to, like, build a generation of people up before they get pushed in that direction. Oh, so now you're talking about eight, nine years old? That's what that's the Man. problem, right? <laughs> it's getting down that low. Because wow. like for wow. me, I know like I knew kids that was having sex in middle school. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh but now we have social media. We have stuff like the silhouette challenge oh my and God. TikTok yeah. and all that and people showing themselves. Man, on the did internet. you see the seatbelt challenge? I didn't see the seatbelt show. Oh my god! Okay, I'm not on TikTok, but I see I, trends once they make it to Twitter and stuff like I, that. Well, that's why I think I saw it on, on Twitter, or maybe yeah. I even saw it on Facebook. I don't know, man. But, but it's oh just, my god, the age of exposure is getting so young, and it's hard. It's so young that it's hard to control. Mm-hmm. 
which is even a conversation that I don't know if we've had it, but I've, I've at least heard we, it we, be we had. Have, we have. But just hey. talking about like the conversation, the birds and the bees, mm-hmm. and you have to have that conversation with your child before they get it from somewhere else. Yes. And that age is getting so low now. So that kind of thing is causing the trend in the wrong direction. These conversations need to be had early on and not later on. Later on as well, but Mason Hughes quote, can't, can't think of it. Reformed man. Go ahead. Okay. So where I'll go, uh, right where you're sitting, because that was the next level of what I was thinking about, about this Jasmine Sullivan song. Because it used to be a time where um, young ladies who got wronged, like say for instance in my day, before social media, before, before cell phones, right? Um, like if a young lady got hurt, she might decide that she is, well, this dude hurt me, and so because this dude hurt me, I'm going to go be with this other dude. Right, or I'm gonna go do X, Y, and Z. But there is a gap or a time lapse between her making that decision and her arriving on the scene to make that happen, right? And there are multiple things that could happen to stop that action. So, uh, just using you as an example, T just hung up the phone on me and told me he didn't want to talk to me no more. And so I know Joshua has been looking at me kind of sweet. And so I'm going to go find Joshua because I think Joshua will give me the attention I want. Well, it may take, you know, four hours, five hours a day to find Joshua so that Joshua can give her the attention that she wants. Well, that's four, five to 24 hours that that young lady has to rethink the position that she's taking. Right Right. now. You're saying it's so instant now. It's so instant now. Like, T hung up the phone with me or T blocked me on, on, on whatever now and I done heard the silhouette challenge going on. I bet I can find somebody if I do the silhouette challenge and I just go in my room and do the silhouette challenge. Or um, the bus it, cha- I mean, was it, was it, was it what was it? The bus, the bus it cha- Like all these challenges, all of these things that are going on and it's yeah, like, man. you know, it's instantaneous. They hurt my feelings now and I have the ability to exploit that or be exploited by that right, right now. Go ahead. Uh, I found the quote. Uh-huh. It's funny because I couldn't find the quote, so I went to the movie where I found the quote, and I went through the movie and found it. All right, so the quote is, it's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking yeah, yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. So it, that kind of thing, it's, it, it would be more effective to start with kids as they're younger than to try to heal hurt people because you heal in your own time. It takes time to heal. So even if you hear something, it might take five years for that to register for you. So, um, go ahead. Oh, I was going to get on the trend of what you were talking about before. But you go have a question? No, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I was, all I was going to say was, I mean, that's all well and good, but you're 20, right? And so not that I don't want to save the next generation, but I'm concerned about saving my, you know, but Me? go ahead. Yeah, you. Oh, I'm chilling, man. I'm I mean, good. no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, yeah, no. I'm, I'm, I'm interested my, in affecting change right now. Like, I'm cool with going back and helping and help to build rather than to mend. But that's like some somebody's passion project. Right. Somebody, right. Somebody's going to dive into that. Right. But how do I affect change with, like, your son at that age? Right. What these people going through? And it just so happens that you're at the age that I... The main age? That's my age. Like, that's my age group. Oh, okay. Like, you know, this is the age group that I like dealing with. Right. All right. We're good. Dude, I'm inside the picture frame, man. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, it's funny because it seems you often hear a lot ah, expectations and 
what pe- I feel like conversations. I feel like people are real, man. Honestly, that's the biggest problem. So there's a few things that I attribute to this. Of course, I always attribute things to the media. um, But we have things like movies and microwave generation, all these things combining because the movies like Disney movies and stuff like that, they don't teach us realistically what a relationship looks like. Then combine it with we have a microwave generation. Everything's fast and easily accessible and quick to your fingertip. So I'm looking for my Disney movie. If it's not my Disney movie off rip, I'm moving on. You have that as well. And then we have everybody, the whole showing the best version of yourself or a certain picture Mm -hmm. of yourself Mm -hmm. based on what society decides the best picture is. Right. So now we have people. Because my first thought was a lot of people kind of want to be wholesome, but they feel like they can't be. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with um, that. And so, and which is even what she talked about in the song. Right. I don't want to be, but you going to make a hoe out of me. And which is why I was talking about developing or, or, or trying to create some platform where people who want to be undercover I, wholesomes. Can, can, <laughs> I, right, I feel like it, you have to start the dialogue. Um, Which is you wild. have to have the right conversations. Right. So many people are so deep into it, but if you can have the right amount of the right conversation, you can start affecting change at that level. And that's what I want to do. So if y'all that are listening right now, hey, just start having the conversation because uh-huh. this is happening. Go ahead. Um, and a lot of it is just the problem is we're so what's the word? Well, reform is it goes to the quote. Um. Repairing broken men. I feel like a lot of of this is we're d- dealing with people like we go through something and we try to teach the next person how not to do with that, yeah. especially a younger person. Mm-hmm. And so we're dealing in a, a responsive way instead of a proactive way. Right, almost. right. Even though it seems proactive because I'm preparing you, mm-hmm. but it's you're teaching them based on how you got affected or something you went through yeah it's because it's, it's, I, I, I used to call it the anti-parent syndrome right right it's like i want i want you to do the opposite uh-huh. because i know doing this wasn't what i you know didn't give me what i wanted out of it. it didn't give me what i expected out of it but i feel like we have a lot of treating like young boys young men to um like the games to play or you got to do this or you got to do that uh because this is what they're looking for this is what this looks like based on your experience here and then you have a lot of like teaching young women. You can't really trust men. You can't really trust what they say. All of that, which is so bad because based on the current state of things, that the current way that things are, the current state of things, it's almost like that's correct. But it doesn't really help to to better the future. It continues the cycle. I don't even promise you that's always correct. It's- well, no, it's not that I'm saying it's always correct, mm-hmm. but but things. Like it, it teaches you how to deal with what's out there. Well, I mean, I think a better thing to teach you is how to avoid it if it's not for you. But that's me. I think at the end of the day, I think that's the best thing, honestly. That, that, that's because it's like, hey, if you ain't for the streets, don't get caught up in them. Don't get caught up in the streets. That, that honestly, goes the, that goes to that song that I I just looked up, but I can't. It, it got it, the, it. Yeah, I can't. I can't read the topic, the title of that on this podcast Uh but anyway the thing that i was thinking was the one thing that has worked out for us so far or at least as far as we can tell is our mentality of let's raise t five to ten years in the future right Uh and so with that it's not about 
okay, I want to make sure that T is feeling good about or, you know, I, I want to make, make sure that T gets the best. I don't even know how to put it. It Basically, our thing is what are the results going to be in five to ten years of the yeah. actions that we're sowing right now? And so that has always been our intentionality for your life. It's like not what it takes to do it, but looking like what they say, um, begin with the end in mind. What do we want the end to look like? And then how do we develop you now so that you end up there? And so like if if, if I was to raise you up about how to play the games and being a part of you know the streets and all of that, then what would have actually happened is that would have been a part of you as you got there, and then you would need to be reformed. You want to know the thought I just had? Sure. Um, so the thought I just had was don't attract more, deal with less. Is the thought that I just had. You got to explain it to me. All right, don't attract more, deal with less. So her response to, to what was going on with her mm-hmm. is, you know what, these hoes be winning, so now I'm going to start acting like a hoe so I can attract more. Yeah. Well, when, I don't know if it was so she can attract more, though. But so it's saying, oh, this is what y'all be going for. This is what be happening. It's, and so I'm going to act like that because this is what they end up really wanting. And so I'm going to get the kind of guy that really wants that, which then still puts which him in a bad situation. Which is the wrong problem. Right. The wrong yeah. is solving that problem. What yeah. you want to do is deal with less. Set your standards. Deal with that. And that, you know what? And, and, and I feel like that goes both ways. Man, let me tell you something. Like This is crazy because I just had a thought. That you said a mouthful. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. All right. So what I was going to say was the conversation we had with um, the other dude downstairs. Um, you were, what were you saying? She was talking about the chick playing game. And you said, you just have to say, oh, I don't play games. Right. Yeah, 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 Which is yeah. funny because I, I was even thinking while we were having this conversation of, you know, I'm not in the street, <laughs> but I done seen the streets and I done dabbled on the edge of the sidewalk, you feel me? Mm. But mm. because a lot of times, like, especially for me, I'm not a person that like me. Like, I want to be able, if I feel it, I'm going to tell you how I feel. Right. I don't want to feel like I have to word it in a certain way or do that kind of thing based on... I have to control the way that you act almost. Right. Or control the way that you respond. Mm-hmm. And so me, I would rather just be, I feel this so I can say it. I don't like being in, in a situation where I feel like I, I can't say that because they're going to act that way or something like that. So like for me, I don't like playing games. But then you be out here and you see other people playing games. Like I guess the games are necessary. Right. Because you have to deal with their games by responding with games. But like with that, don't attract more. You want to make sure that you deal with less. So when you have a, like, oh, I don't play games. I'm not about to do this. Right, right. If you, if hey, if that's for you, that's all for you. That's cool. I'm gonna keep it pushing. Be like, I'm I got some boys moving. over there that play games. Let me go introduce you to them. Exactly. But I ain't one of them. So yeah. instead of trying to do what it takes, oh, let me act like these people that I see getting what mm. I think I want. I feel that. I feel that. Or, so instead of trying to attract more people, just hey, stick to your standards. If that person doesn't. Work for that. Don't try to shift to get them to fit or all that kind of thing. Keep your standards, your standards, and keep it pushing. It may, hey, it may seem like a long road, but if you're talking about how to avoid those type of problems, just make sure that you're setting the standard early to deal with the type of person that you're really interested in dealing with. And I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. Because I think ultimately that's the that's the way to go. It's like, because the the, 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 the question that was asked or that we talked about prior to just jumping on this that's was- real. I know, right? <laughs> the, the question that was asked was like, 
you know, are there any wholesome girls? And I'm like, yeah, there are plenty of them. We just don't know where they are. And so how do you find them? And I guess if you give young ladies the so, – so, so, so here's the thing. So men have to reciprocate, right? Men have to reciprocate. Agreed. But if you give young ladies and young ladies, you give young men the ability to be authentic, the ability to speak their truth, the ability to live within themselves, I think that that is a start, at least from your age group. Like, okay, I realize that I've, I've dealt with a whole bunch of dudes that played games before. I ain't into playing games. Because, like, honestly, if you just said it up front, you like, know, you're going to get one or two responses. You're going to get a guy to say, oh, I don't play games, and then he's going to try to game you. Yeah. That, that, that is always Which a can chance. be seen. Yeah, which can Swerve be. Swerve on. Right, right. But my thing is, like, if you, man, look, so I watched Mamma Mia last night, right? Okay. All right, first time ever watching Mamma Mia. And something was interesting happened. Man, it's all it wasn't right. good. It's all right. Right. It's it worth, wasn't your type of movie. It's worth watching. All it's right. worth watching. Um, but something happened in Mama Mia that got me, man. It was funny. So um this dude and this girl were 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 they were they had just met, but they decided that they were gonna be intimate, right? And they were intimate. And so the young lady went through his drawer or somewhere and she found a picture of him and another young lady. And she was storming out. And he came to uh stop her and she said, answer three questions for me, right? And he said, okay. He, and her questions were, are you supposed to be engaged to that pretty young lady? And his answer was yes. She says, were you going to tell me about it? His answer was no. The third thing is, so then why do you expect me to stay? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so my thing is, like, right. that was just like, wow. What can you say to what that? What can you say to that? And so... If you get to a point, like if you're up front, up front, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I think the problem, one of, one, of, one of the, I can't say problems, but one of the things that we run into is we get emotionally invested really, really early and we hate for the heartbreak. But yeah. if we start realizing that if we put up with heartbreak now, all it's going to do is grow heartbreak harder, longer. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to go away. You got to deal with it up front. You got to deal with it up front. It'll get worse. You got to deal with it up front. And like, like, it's like, it's just like when I found out like what engagement really means. Most people, when they get engaged, they right. get engaged and they do nothing right. uh, it's to make to the other person wedding. mad, man. It's time to plan a wedding. You know, I can't make that we person mad. We in it for the long haul. The long haul no, yeah. in engagement, you're supposed to engage each other. That's when you're supposed to nitpick and start now. having hard conversations. Because now you want to figure out, can we do this for the rest of our lives? Let's decide if, it's, if we're really, like now, say, we're starting this process where, yes, we're heading towards that. Right, right now, we're deciding, all right. We're going to go out, go and hash out everything to make sure that this is really, truly what both of us want to do. Mm -hmm. But, but a lot of us, we treat it as like, well, I can't say we, but a lot of people treat it as, all right, it's time to hold on till we get to the wedding. That's it. Because that wedding is going to be that big day where everything changes. No, it's a relationship. Especially when change. we start spending all this money on engagement parties and telling everybody we're engaged and the first thing we right. do is on social media. It's so much pressure. Wait, we can't take, we, hey, we can't stop it. And even though you see it coming, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. You're powerless to stop it because- you worried more about how people are gonna see you no longer being engaged than you are worrying about the fact that you're gonna be miserable for the rest of your life. Right. So that's interesting. That's interesting. But I just, you know, again, I just, I just, you know, give give each other, young people, give each other the ability to ask the hard question. Right. Like, are you are you serious or are you playing? Because because like you, we're always at choice. You know what I'm saying? So give me the choice. Give me the choice. Are you serious or are you playing? Well, really, I'm just playing. Well, you know, I feel like playing too. Mm -hmm. So now we can play. But why take somebody who is serious and fool them into playing? Like, my thing is, at the end of the day, what you have to realize is this is somebody's life that you are about to affect. And I know as young adults, we, we rarely um, 
we rarely take that into account. We rarely take that into account. But like that's a maturing moment when you realize that that young lady that you can either give her pass or you can um, violate, even if it's violating her mentally, that young lady is going to grow up to be a mother just like your mother. So like you see what I'm saying? And if you start thinking about it from that perspective, it Man, might change. Well, let me tell you, I laid into one of my friends about something like this. Well, the first thing I was going to say was that's something that I can, I mean, use the word admit, but not really admit, but I can admit that I would think that is more of something for guys than girls because you have more situations where a guy um, deals with a girl that's into serious and a guy's not, and he deals with her in anyway. Then I would say the other way, because why? Why do I think that? Um, I don't know. That's just what you see. But I just feel like the way that that conversation, that relationship goes is differently. When uh, the approach is different for guys and with girls. Mm -hmm. I feel like a girl that wants to to play around can find a guy that wants to play around. Right. But a guy that wants to play around can't necessarily find a girl that wants to play around. And so they try to lead a girl into thinking that it's more so that they can play around. Right, right. So I feel like... And honestly, hold that thought. And honestly, there is no machismo in that. Like, there's no macho in that. There's no manhood in nah, that. Nah, that's, that's soft. Yeah. I had somebody um, who told me that. It's not important who told me that. But um, when you have to lie to sleep with someone... There ain't no, there ain't no game in that. You ain't got game. You ain't got the no real game, person who real. got game is this person that can tell all the truth in the world and still get what they want. That's right. That's right. That's right. Real talk. So that's the kind of conversations you have to have with certain guys because they don't really understand the, the other conversation. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say to that was I had um, a friend of mine and he was talking to a girl and he, I just heard, well, and it was after the fact that he told me, but I just heard all of this. I'm like, Yo, I'm I'm pissed off at you. <laughs> Why you out here messing up good girl? Right. Is what I said to right. him. Right, real talk, real talk, real talk. Like, that ain't make no sense. She was willing to do way too much, and you treated her the wrong way. And that's not right, because now there's going to be good guys that can no longer find good girls because people like you are messing with them. That's my fear, my brother. That's my fear. That's, that's why I, I want to have this conversation, mm -hmm. because that's my fear. My fear is... There are too many girls who are being made holes out of, or mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> right, right. Too many girls who are having to live up to the challenges mm -hmm. of you know the 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 drop it challenge or the silhouette drop it, but mm -hmm. it's not drop it. It's bust um, it. the bust it challenge or the the silhouette challenge or the seatbelt challenge or all of these things because people like because this is what people yeah. objectify, and so you got the good wholesome girls that are either a Staying so far on the cover. Which they're not going to say that's objectification, but. Well, you no, know, they're not going to agree to that. But yeah. I'm just, I'm, hey, from a man's perspective, trust me. That's what, that's it what it's like. there for, right? <laughs> like, I even told, I, I, I said to T today for y'all listening, I said to T today, man, when I when I saw that silhouette challenge thing, I said, man, I bet TikTok got a. You suck. Huh? Oh, go ahead. Where you take the filter off? No, 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 no. Well, they probably do have the thing where you can take That's the filters off. That's the conversation off. I was seeing. People okay. were talking about taking the filters off. Yeah, I'm, I, but I bet TikTok got a channel somewhere that they sell a subscription to. <laughs> That's so all of this, stu I mean, all of this explicit stuff uh -huh. that y'all are doing on TikTok that y'all think nobody can't see, you they know, probably paying big time subscriptions to when see. When you it. said that, I didn't see it in that way. I didn't <laughs> understand you in that way. I just thought you meant like people creating content and they probably making profit off of it. But 
That, I, that I mean, could be viable. Yeah, because I mean, because you give them ownership of your stuff. You know, we need to like. This is a whole different conversation. Why don't we have real conversations, folks? Why can't y'all be real with yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's I, not about feeling good. Sometimes it's about seeing things clearly. Yes, yes. That's all I'm crystal saying. Clear. Crystal that's clear, crystal clear. So, because if you would just see things clearly, maybe you have less of these types of problems. So that's all I'm gonna say. So I'm just, you know, Jasmine Sullivan. Hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm again. I'm not telling you. It was a great album. I, I, I'm, I ain't even speaking for the album, but I'll tell you, it was a great tiny desk. Mm-hmm. It was a great tiny desk, and that song, like that song, hit yeah, me, yeah. right. Right where it should have. Like, it was like, wow, you know what? That spurred me into action. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm here on this podcast. Like, hey, if y'all, if, you know, if you're a young man and you hear me, like, hear my heart when I'm saying this. Like, if you're a father or mother and you're listening, like, when you're talking to your son or daughter, hear my heart when you hear this. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> you know, come on. Like, let's, 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 let's. Let's reverse the trend. We just said this on another podcast about reversing the trend, but let's get to a point where our our, our young adults can be honest with each other. Um, and you know, if if a game plan, y'all have a game, y'all go y'all go to the game plan arena. But if you got people who are wanting a real relationships and wanting to be wholesome, like don't play with their heart, man, and don't turn them, don't 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 turn them, don't make them turn into a hope. <laughs> um, don't raise your children to get anybody raise them to find some i like i like i can deal with that yeah i can deal with that all right bum podcast bum podcast between you and me between you and me holla holla